Previously on Live at 605. When we first got to the Concord Pavilion in beautiful Concord, California, <laughs> the desert, I went to use the washroom, which really wasn't a washroom. It was more of a drug den and just people selling, <laughs> slinging all kinds of things. So again, we get to the Kanye show. I'm like, oh, I got to use the washroom again. Yeah. Walk into the washroom and I instantly bump into someone coming out as I go in. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? What? We both say, sorry. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From a nice temperatured uh, Toronto, this is episode 10 of Live at 605. I am your podcaster, Val. It's your boy Gucci Malin, a.k.a. Chaboy, a.k.a. <laughs> Malin Camp, a.k.a. The Chosen One. Wow, that's AKA, hyphenated. A.k.a. The 605 God. Anyway. A.k.a. Son of the Podfather, a.k.a. Son of the 605 Dad. That was that's where you dropped it. I you know. had me all the way. Up I had you all the way. All the way up until there. I had you at hello. No. Is it me you're podcasting for? <laughs> no, Lionel. We got we got a wild one today. We got a one that's all over the place today. So unorthodox. An unorthodox format for yeah. today, if you will. Fun, um, it's been a fun week. It's also really. Um, action-packed weekend if you will so we're about to leave for your baseball yeah journey. usually we record these monday night and put them out that same evening however How- i'm leaving for mm. uh work to go to montreal tomorrow for a few days for a few days so we can't actually record together and today we were out and about all day and then we both had to do some work and now i got baseball in like 40 minutes so <laughs> i was gonna record my own solo dolo cast but, but i still apparently- want to i want to talk about the week we've hung out a lot yeah, so this will probably, us together, banter will probably go 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I got a surprise for everyone. Whoa. A first time, uh, a first time segment possibly coming up. Yes. Uh, and then I might even record 10 minutes on my own because I had something funny I wanted to do, okay. which I told you about last night. Cool beans. So since we have no time today, why don't we get it, all the contact information? If you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit I've done this week, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malincamp. Mm-hmm. And how is your Instagram game this week? Uh, Just... Pretty decent. However, I, I feel like my game is at its highest when I post at 4 in the morning. Right. I also think, ooh, I gained two new followers. Oh, um, What you want to call it? But, yeah, it was really good. I think sometimes when we see indie bands, they don't know. Yeah. Um. So, Yeah. Yeah, and I was just going to say, my social social media game this week, mm-hmm. I didn't post anything because no one deserved it, because over the last few months, if not Relax. years. If, if not years. Are you going to talk about your new Prism app you found? Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm obsessed with this app, It's uh, and I also found a way to cheat it. There's an app called Prism, P-R-I-S-M. Download mm-hmm. from the app What store. other ways are spelled? Well, I don't know. Maybe someone's <laughs> listening to me and they're like, oh, why does this guy like not say words correctly? And they, maybe I thought yes. I said Prism. Yeah. I'm saying Prism. <laughs> and it basically, there's like 15 or 20 different filters where it's like you put a picture in there or take a picture and it just does like this really cool artsy uh, like sketching, sketching or, or painting or, or like different filters that aren't like Instagram filters. They're like drawing filters. Exactly. So if you go to facebook.com slash live 605, I posted one of you 
uh, standing next to our 605 sticker in San Francisco. On, at Pier 39. Pier 39. And I want to use that as my new background on my phone, but I can't figure out how to do it. Because it only does my screen lock, but I want to do background of you doing it. Yeah, you can. I'll figure that out later. I can literally show you in one minute. But I pimped the system <laughs> because when you... Use Prism. Yeah. In the bottom right corner, it says Prism on the picture. Yeah. And I don't want them to get credit. I want people to think that I made this picture. Um, so what I do is I go into Pick Collage, where we make our yeah. collages, and I just zoom in a bit so that Prism's cut, cut out so it looks like an original. Look how excited you just got telling me about cropping pictures to scan. Snapping my wrist like a cool dude here. Snapping your wrist sound like an awful lot like snapping that paper. <laughs> that what the kids call it these days? Give out your information. Uh, well, I had something I wanted to say. Now I forget. Cause you it was your information. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just want to give a big shout out because how we put a bunch of stickers as my co-host looks at pictures of herself. I'm saving pictures. <laughs> sure you are of yourself. <laughs> uh, we put up a bunch of 605 stickers throughout San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And over the last week and a half, people in California, mostly, uh, more specifically San Fran and really specifically San Diego, mm -hmm. went ham for Live 605. There was by far the number one downloaded, uh, well, not country because that's U.S., but the most downloaded <laughs> area was North, uh, I don't know what part. San Cal Diego. San Diego and San Francisco. So thanks to everyone that's who's awesome. listening from San Diego and San Fran. And also people went absolutely ham in Ghana this week, like <laughs> hundreds of hundreds of downloads there, which was like super impressive. So shout out to everyone in Ghana listening. And we had some big ones today actually in Turkey. Nice. And a few other cool places. So, uh, you well know, done around the world. Everyone, there's always downloads: Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Buffalo, New York. Too many to name. Yeah. But when I see new places, and not just like one or two, it's like yeah. hundreds of downloads. Yeah. In these areas, that's very impressive. So thanks to everyone. Thank you for everybody. From yeah. Downloading. The one thing we got to get better at is putting the stickers and shout outs around Toronto. I know. I'm gonna put the stickers in my bag tomorrow. So if you guys are down by the Lakeshore yeah. area, you might see some 605 stickers. Maybe I'll put some up at Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And totally. I want to. I want to put some up at the CN Tower really? and Rogers. When are you going to the CN Tower? Well, I walk by it. No. Oh, okay. I slap the base on there. <laughs> so what about on iTunes? iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us. Pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah, so since we have no absolutely zero time today, why don't we get right into everything? Super fan of the week? You got a super fan? Yeah. Award? Okay, this week's super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. Is none other than. Dun, 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 dun. Dear friend of the podcast, Lou. Oh, boy. Slapping the wrist. <laughs> so Lou is actually a downloader in San Francisco. Really? Yes. He's one of the uh, the few and the proud? The, or the few many, and the, I guess? The few and the proud of the many. Um, so he downloaded. He actually texted me saying he's Word. queuing up the last episode of the podcast. However, he does have some commentary. Oh, boy. Which I appreciate. Give it to me straight. So this is how you know people are actually listening. So he says, he's like, why is your podcast 100 megs? Seems really large compared to your other podcasts. Next one. Why does John think he's gangsta? <laughs> right? You were going to say gangster? Gangsta, right? And then I was like, ha, 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 street cred. And then he's like, what street? He's trying to get to young in college. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's John Zemo. And then he's like, he needs a beard and to wear a zippy with no t-shirt. <laughs> then he can do the podcast. And then he's like, what concert tonight? And then I said, Jenny Lewis. 
And I was like, that's a look I wouldn't go for. And he's like, it's not for you. It's for the <laughs> Malin fans. Oh, <laughs> shit. The Malin champs, we call them. Totally. And then he's like, um, he's like, my cough and sneeze scared him, literally. <laughs> and then he's like, John likes talking about his package. <laughs> First of all, those are some <laughs> that's fantastic shit comments. I don't like. Fantastic comments. <laughs> Second of all, we get a lot of talk about my package. No, a lot of people talk about get, it. Nobody's talking. There's people talking. You are talking. <laughs> That's my package. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I was just going to say, I've toned it down, but it's all for uh, edutainment. It's entertainment. That edu- it's entertainment that educate, educates you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's awesome. Should we put in a, su- a second sting for our super fans? Yes. This is sting number two for the super fan. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it, That's awesome. I always that's- find it interesting, though. Like, I always, obviously, when people just know about our lives through the podcast and everything, yeah. and then even other friend um, of ours and who listens to the podcast, our friend Mike, he was saying, like, he's like, oh, I'm so excited to hear about all of your travels, and he's like, I always want to, like, live vicariously through you and John, because you guys right. travel so much, so he's like, I guess the San Francisco trip, I could just listen to the entire podcast. Yeah. And then the other side of it is, you make these great, like, videos to show our family just to Hell catch yeah. them up. I'm just making one now. You're making one now for San Francisco, but you were saying you were showing one of your friends at work our Bahamas <laughs> video, because yeah. they want to go to Bahamas. They want to go to the exact same resort, so we should get... We should get, like, off royalties of off this shit. Yeah. It's in syndication. It is in syndication. Okay. But I know that's my favorite thing. It's the, one of the reasons why I started a podcast. So mm-hmm. when I didn't have to talk about our, all of our damn vacation stories. <laughs> we do so much shit. It's like, what, I got time to sit down yeah. with 40 of my closest friends and tell them individually all the dope shit we do? You know what's weird, though? And I, we I, said this. I know. I was trying to make myself sound, like, said, super important. I know. Stop. Why are you like? I'm stretching. Oh yeah, we have two baseball. birds with one stone. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I'm stretching in the um, background. So one I... thing I thought about is, and because it's also TIFF right now in Toronto. Yeah. Um, for the next two weeks, it started on Thursday, and one of um, my colleagues offered John and I tickets to go to some screenings this weekend. Right. Um, our dear friend Ferris is actually doing like the PR for TIFF, which is awesome. Yeah. And a bunch of our other friends have gone to a bunch of films. But sadly, you and I had to decline said tickets for my work because yeah. we had so many other plans exactly. this weekend. And when I thought about it, I'm like, are we busier now while we get older yeah, than when we were younger and didn't have like as many responsibilities? Yeah, we're like a fine wine. We get better with age. We do get better with age. And as per my point a couple of weeks ago, nobody wants to listen to a podcast that you talk about nothing. This isn't Seinfeld. Exactly. We this, are not Joey Badass. This, exactly. This is how good our podcast is. I don't even have tell. I don't even have time to tell a story about how I almost had my nipple bitten off today. <laughs> by your three-year-old nephew. Yeah. <laughs> almost a year to the date. Last year at a three-year-old's birthday party, this one kid clamped down on my left nerp and bit it off almost. But and it was then, to say hello. Yeah, but I almost. Did you get rabies. Yes, yeah, rabies, gabies, yeah. <laughs> like, so, Where do you want to start? Because we only have like 10 minutes. I know. I want to do a sponsorship super quick. Go. So this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I was coming on Thursday or Friday, Friday to come, no, Thursday to come pick you. I know it's an important uh, date to get <laughs> right. I was coming to pick you up from work and there's a very busy intersection right by you. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was getting ready to cross, and there's a long light to get there. So there's, because it's after work, lots of people are crossing the intersection. I just dropped my pen from both ends. And the light finally turns green for us to go. And we start walking, and I'm walking to the other side, and people on the other side walking towards me. This one guy takes two steps, and out of nowhere, this bike comes flying down and rides and smashes into this guy. And it was crazy. Like, it wasn't a hardcore impact. No way. The biker actually got the worst of it. He, like, flipped off of it, rolled a couple feet yeah. in the air. And it was clearly the biker's fault. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. But the guy who was walking, who got hit, like, instantly, like, helped him up and, like, apologized. Uh, like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, like motherfucker. Okay. Like, come on, bikers. Like, get your shit Here's together. my thing. And, you know, we've had a summer of, like, some biking incidents in the city. You know, yeah. we've seen some shit on CP24. Yeah. And everything. Here's my thing. Okay, and I hope one day I get interviewed by CP24. Okay. Toronto is not a biking city. No, it's it not. It is not. So in the hierarchy of transportation and, like, vehicular modes yeah. of transportation, bikes should not rank the highest. No. Right? It should go cars and pedestrians. Yeah. Marked out in places, and then a big gap of space and cyclists. It should be who's causing the most pollution. You're on top of the uh, hierarchy for me. <laughs> so cars take over. Trucks. Trucks. Um, what you call it? But I just think it's like, unlike other cities in like Europe that are just like conducive to biking, we're trying to squeeze in bikers into the exact same size of space yeah. on the road right. with pedestrians and vehicles exactly. in the congested downtown area. And for whatever reason, the pedestrian and the car are always wrong. Oh, I know. I think that's what annoys me. Yeah, it's like, when, is it, when are you at fault, biker? Exactly. Because this one was clearly... Uh, obviously, every every instance is different, but this one was everyone was walking. Yeah. This guy came out of nowhere and got smacked into a bike, into a pedestrian. Correct. So I signed up for my homies, aka my walkers. <laughs> I also think it's like this at. is this is what I thought about. It's like you know, if a car. Remember that time we were driving down college and we saw an opposing traffic across yeah. the Mars building. The guy who stopped and it was like opening his door, but the biker kept going. Yeah, and then like flipped over the passenger door, and yeah. then the second guy did the same thing. Oh yeah, this should be like. The laws of the road. If a car is stopped, the bike should be yielding. Right. Because it's like you don't know what the driver is going to do. Exactly. Right? You could be turning right or left. Yeah. Right? Or you could be opening your doors. Yeah. Right? If you're a cyclist, you should be acting the same way as a car. You exactly. shouldn't have your own, like, laws on the road. It's the same with walking, with people walking. Yeah. It's, you, you walk right. On the right side of the sidewalk. Exactly. It's like a car. We're not in jolly old England where you should be walking on the left side. Mm-hmm. Walk on the right side. But anyways, that's just... I, I don't know if I had a better sponsorship, but that's what I got for this week's Sponsorship of the Week. Sponsorship of the Week. Why don't we get into this? We got probably another 10 minutes and then yeah. we got to biz out. So where do you want to start? I guess the week. What do we do? What did we not do? Uh, well, it's first first day back at work after almost oh, two weeks off, and it was that was a little rough. It's always rough, even though we both like going in. We yeah. work with awesome people. It's still like, oh, what if people don't yeah. like me anymore? What if everything? <laughs> what if like the cool kids don't want to talk to me? Or, I always like, say that to you. I was like, what if people hate me now? Yeah, all of a sudden right? they realize that life's better without us. Exactly. It takes a lot. You know, I I work really hard at turning on the charm, yeah. so I feel like I'm memorable in people's lives. Oh, trust me, people's lives aren't better without us. <laughs> it's, not, it's just not. It's a fact. As proven today at dinner or lunch or brunch, yeah. where everybody's like. 
who should we sit beside? Yeah. Us. We were the first ones there, and so everyone wanted to sit next to us. <laughs> so either way, um, what you gonna call it? What I wasn't feeling well, as you know, as Lou pointed out, I coughed really loud and sneezed and scared the shit out of him. Right. On the last podcast, I was sick basically this whole week. Yeah. How are um, you feeling now? I feel better. Uh, just still exhausted. Right. And so this week was represented by going back to work, feeling like shit for most of the day. Yeah. Literally hack coughing through the night and having a very regimented diet of benalin, NyQuil, and um, melatonin yeah. to go to sleep. And then waking up at 5 a.m. to, like, throw back a Halls. Yeah, or which a- I always got nervous that you would go to bed and, like, you would choke on it. So I, I tried to stay awake to make sure that you wouldn't suffocate yourself yeah and so these throat lollies were like ginormous big, I, don't, yeah. I don't know why we bought the world's largest like like lozenges i don't know right overcompensating for our colds yeah, i guess exactly so uh, that was my week so it's been like it'll be hard to go back this full full week of work yeah. even though i'm like traveling for some of it yeah so what about you uh yeah so the week was pretty good i was excited because one of the shows i get to do promos for it's called Atlanta on mm-hmm. FX, and it stars your boy Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Troy from Community. Ooh. And it just premiered this week, and I wanted to give a quick Fassbender review of the show. Okay. Uh, so it's a show, basically it's about an uh, up-and-coming rapper in Atlanta who gets who Donald Glover is his cousin and wants to manage him. Mm-hmm. And so loosely, the quick synopsis is about the rap scene in Atlanta, but it's way more about that. It's kind of It's a dark comedy uh, kind of if you like Louis, it's definitely not like Louis, but okay. it's that, that kind of drama and that kind of humor where it's not like man seeking woman, which is like almost slapstick comedy. Right. This one's more dark, dark, but it like, yeah, it's uh, like, um, it's not as dark as Mr. Robot. No, no. But it's like dark. It's dark. So I really like it. Uh, the music is fantastic. The acting's really well done. The writing's fantastic. Uh, and I just want really, I, I want everyone to watch it because. So what did you give it on the fastbender? So on the fastbender scale. Yo yo yo! How many micro fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn dog, you get eight because that white boy crazy. I would give Atlanta on FX probably right now a nine point two, nine point one, nine point two. The first two episodes premiered last week and they were both really good. I liked it because it's a TV show, but it looks like it's shot as a movie. Like, there's big area. So we, yesterday I wanted to introduce you to the show, and we watched the first two minutes of it. Yeah, and I said that, I'm like, I can't watch it right now. One, because we were, like, getting ready to go out. It was, yeah. like, daytime, daytime. and it, it did feel like a movie, so I yeah. didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, so I just think people should give it a chance, watch it if you're into that kind of thing. It's, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's a really cool show, so I'm excited to see how it does and i think mark my words words it'll definitely get emmy nominations maybe not for acting but i think for writing and possibly show so you're just finishing up some work as i pause it yeah. and you're like oh i just gotta multitask and as you're about to do some work i stand up to stretch and then you came back so i <laughs> couldn't stretch so what else happened this week what do we do on thursday so we usually jam on wednesdays um however we moved it to thursday because the majority of us um, could do Thursday and not Wednesday. However, this was the return of Johnny Gucci Malin <laughs> yeah, to the studio. A.K.A. Chaboy, A.K.A. Malin Camp, A.K.A. The Malin Chance, A.K.A. The <laughs> Show's One, A.K.A. 605 God, A.K.A. Son of 605 Dad, A.K.A. The Pod Monster Mon. Anyway, that was good. That was good. You had good rhythm. Thank you. So, um, what you gonna call it? This time around for the studio, 
Um, it was only for the originals. It was only Ben, myself, Rob, and Nick. Word. Right? And so we're missing almost like half of the usuals. Yeah. And so it was great. John came to rally. And so you hadn't been to the studio in a while. Yeah, maybe like a month or so. Month or so. And there's a bunch of new songs. You also had never heard Nick sing. No, definitely not. He is a full-blown rock star. <laughs> like, I'll just say that. I will say the, the instant, like, this is where you know Nick is full rock. Yeah. Fully, it's like obviously like really hot in Toronto. Today's like one of the first cooler days. Yeah. But the minute he steps into the studio, he like rips off his shirt. Oh, yeah. Fun and is like literally like chest out, like yeah. grabs the mic and Ready like starts go. singing. Um, what you were call it? I can't remember what song we did first. I don't remember. Either way, we did, um, what you were call it? Oh, why can't I think of it? Uh, uh, Arcade Fire? We did Arcade Fire, but we did one of the songs, the Beatles songs I like. Oh, yeah, I don't know what it's um, called, but it's good. But it was really good. Nine um, days a week. No, eight, eight days, days a week. week. I know, I was just trying to get people riled <laughs> really? up. Um, what you were call it? So it was so much fun. To jam, we did, um, whatchamacallit, obviously, like, John said, we did Arcade Fire, we did Beatles, we did Lumineers, um, Radiohead, etc. Gorillas. Gorillas, and so you and Nick did a really great version of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it's always a fan favorite when we do that song. <laughs> yeah, and so it was pretty awesome, because the one thing that we never get to do, and I felt bad, because towards the end, we lost the piano, yeah. so you were, like, playing on your phone. Yeah, I, I had my phone phone hooked up and I was playing like beats and stuff yeah so it was like pretty funny but um I actually got to play drums for some mm -hmm. songs which I haven't played drums in a while but it was really nice to like bust out uh Ben jumped on the mic and then we did like this weird weirdly long YouTube medley yeah and we realized it's because most people like in our demographic just have YouTube songs like ingrained in their brain for sure for whatever reason but I had a blast yeah. My fingers are killing because my bass gauge is so intense. Yeah, it was fun. If I had to describe uh, the band night in one sound, it would be, fuck you, the soundboard doesn't work. Oh, there's, don't break your phone. I had the soundboard going during band practice. I had like air yeah. horns, but now it's not working because it's a piece of shit. So wait a second. Yeah. The new products came out. What do you think of those AirPods? Uh, for the new iPhone? Yeah. Uh, I think... I think it's cool. When I did research about headphones and I guess the headphone jack, apparently it's been around for a hundred years. Yeah. And it's like onward and upward. Like I think it's cool. I think the new AirBuds AirPods. AirPods look like the future. Totally. Which is what iPhones look like the future. Because we've been watching Lost and it takes place two thousand four, mm -hmm. five, six. And you just look at a flip phone, and you see the iPhones now. It's like, oh, this looks totally. like the future. However, I don't know if you noticed in the most recent episode of Lost We Watched, so what yeah. is that, season four we're on? Five. Five? Charles Whitmore doesn't <laughs> have a flip phone. No. He's the only one with, like, one of those, like, Motorola Razor, oh, yeah, like, yeah. non-flip phone ones. Exactly. So I'm like, yo, baller status. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it's really cool. I, I think they're awesome. I'm really excited to buy some just because... I, one, it's so weird because I do feel like I'm a marketer's dream. Yeah. The minute those AirPods came out, I was like, my cord on my headphone keeps getting tangled. Yeah. And I was just like getting really frustrated that like it would get caught up in my necklace. It would get bunched in my bag. I got one word for you. Two words. Go. Waterproof phone. Thank God. Like the for stock all, of all our rice friends out there down. who have dropped our phones and our their phones in our toilets. The worst day was when our friend Lori dropped her iPhone yeah. in our toilet yeah. and then used our Spanish our rice, good rice, our good Spanish rice. I wanted to make paella with. 
to clean her phone. Yeah, it's like, come fail. on. Fail. Epic <laughs> fail. Epic fail. But yeah, no, I think that's cool. So, so then... Should we move on to move on. Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday. So what happened Saturday and so, then we'll end it there? Um, so Saturday was a really full day. Thus continues concert month. Concert month. Dun, dun, dun. So I bought these tickets back in June because I saw a Facebook ad um, in my newsfeed pop-up. So Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins... Um, it's their 10th anniversary of their great album, Rabbit Fur Coat. Yeah. And so this was pre-John, right. um, what you would call it. I really like Jenny Lewis. And what I realized was when we heard her sing, I had never seen her perform before, right. was that she was kind of like the original Zoe Deschanel oh, for kind of sure. thing. And like all we needed was like an M word to be there for like it to be she and him. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so it's like this quirky girl with like... The thick bangs and like the long hair and these two uh, really great harmony twins. Yeah. Um, who are her backup vocalists. And so I bought these tickets for the show at Massey Hall. Yeah. Um, we did a six oh five remote, which you will hear. Oh yeah. Shortly, but the whole day we were kind of like I slept in forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we still had to go shopping, which will bring me to the the shoplifting story. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but then. Um, what you would call it? I also had to bake cupcakes and like muffins for my mom's birthday, which is today, right. right before the baseball game, and we also wanted to go for dinner. So there's like a lot of things happening on concert Saturday. Mm-hmm. We go out for dinner. We went to this awesome little pub. Yeah, Queen um, and the Beaver. Queen and the Beaver. We had a great little dinner. Um, then we walked down to Massey Hall, which is one of those like really legendary, legendary. venues in Toronto yeah. where like Rolling Neil Young, Stones, Rolling Stones, everyone has performed. Tragically there. Hip. Tragically Hip, Wilco, Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. Um, just Migos. A, yeah. Just a lot of really legendary <laughs> artists um, have performed there. But the great thing is the acoustics are outstanding in there. So you can almost go unplugged. Yeah. Um, which Jenny Lewis actually did. Yeah. So here's a little 605 remote from the concert. It's that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from Massey Hall in Toronto. This is episode 10, 10 of Live at 605. 605 remote. And thank God we're doing this because you left me alone to do my own solo podcast this week. <laughs> no. And things definitely have gotten weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me, it'll make more sense. We're recording this before I record my own solo cast. I told you we could do it tomorrow. Yeah, but I got a couple tricks up my sleeves if we don't have time. Okay. But we are right now, we are live at Massey Hall for the legendary Massey Hall for Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins concert. Yeah, we're in intermission. I know, and you just said you don't like intermissions. No, I just, I hate when bands do intermissions because sometimes they're like, my opinion wrecks the flow of it because it was such a good first half yeah but they're doing the new set they just changed the backdrop so they just did the entirety of rabbit fur coat exactly now they're doing some new stuff but we've we were saying we haven't been back to massey hall in forever it's been at least three years for me i think how about you well probably probably the same same. i don't think i'd come here without you you don't (laughs) no i don't frequent shows here without you what what was the last show you think you saw here? Probably Wilco. Wilco, Schmilco, maybe Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes was definitely well before Wilco. Yeah, but I was saying too, it's like, oh wow, I forgot how intimate this place is because I saw the Tragically Hip here like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, wow, I just remember being blown away and uh, totally. just remembering how good the acoustics here are. So yeah. it's been a lot of fun. I think the one thing I always love about here is because of how great the acoustics are, a lot of bands come in and go like unplugged. Yeah. And then you they... say unplugged or unthugged? Both. You said you saw one gangster here. I saw here. one gangster <laughs> But unplugged, and so it's really awesome. So uh, they actually, Jenny Lewis, actually opened and came through the main door entrance and was unplugged, and her voice her voice, and the Watson voice sounded amazing. So yeah. excited to see what the second set holds. Well, let's go figure it out, and then now let's get back to my weirdo solo cast. Anyways. It's that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Very cool. I wish I was still at the concert. So wait, what did you think, though? On the fast bender scale, what do you give Jenny Lewis now that the show is done? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. I'd give it probably an 8.6. Okay. What about you? I give it a 9. Yeah. Um, why do you give it 8.6? Well, I thought it was fantastic. I was, a, I'd say, a casual fan before mm-hmm. this show. But my, much like when I saw Tragically Hip at uh, Massey Hall, changed me from a casual fan to a big fan. Mm-hmm. I thought her stage presence was great. Her voice was awesome. Mm-hmm. Her musicianship was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked all the songs she did. The only one thing, and I've, it usually happens there at Massey Hall, is they did an intermission, like a 15, 20-minute intermission. Yeah. Which just kind of annoys me because it just kind of messes up with the flow. But I get it. People can use the washroom by drinking yeah. some merch. And that's not, who knows if that's what they do at every show, if it's a Massey Hall thing. Well, and what I said to you was, it's not a Massey Hall thing because Kanye actually did it Yeah, but well. his was like for three minutes. Was it? Yeah. Anyways, but that's it. Other than that, everything was great. Oh, sorry, it's burnt. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you? Why do you think it was a nine? I think it was great. The one thing, and we said it kind of in the six oh five remote, was that the opening act was such a like what were they called? Weather, weather station report. or some shit? Yeah, weather station. They were so fucking, or like the chick was so low energy and like self-deprecating and i think she was trying to be like Joni mitchell but she never actually sang like amsterdam or river so i'm like i don't like you yeah right and so it's just like do you really want to start a show where no songs are fast yeah right and so you're not hyped to be there the other funny thing that happened while we were at the show was the dude beside me was basically an alcoholic oh yeah that was hilarious and so like when we got to the show like okay here's the thing John and I drink at parties. Yeah. We don't really drink anywhere else. No. Um, and so that's fair. I can do a boat race of shots. I will throw back some beers, whatever. However, we literally start the show. This man is holding three beers. Yeah, he walks in three beers three on top beers, of each other. Three beers. Three beers on top of each other. And I'm thinking some are for his girlfriend, but she's holding two yeah, beers. Yeah, she got two of her own. She had two of her own, okay? So then he leaves again to go get another set of three beers. Yeah. Brings those back, right? Then they both go out at intermission yeah. to get more beers oh, yeah. and come back. And so, like... Like I don't, I can't even fathom. And it's like this isn't really a drinking concert no. either. It's not like the darkness no. or even like a Kanye West. No, it's like you were sitting in your seat. And the other thing that I found funny was that he had on his jeans or attached to his jeans like a water a canteen. canteen. Yeah. It was weird. So I'm like, are you trying to sober up as you drink your as you ways? Drink, yeah. Right. And so I think by the end of the night, he probably had seven beers sitting beside me. Oh yeah. But because he was always holding his beer. Oh, yeah. he he couldn't applaud, so 
he would just like hit his chest like this but it was like um the yeah wolf of wall street Street. and so i just kept thinking of matthew mcconaughey yeah you kept laughing and and, and so the one thing and i don't know if well i don't know if i ever told you this but like when i worked at blue inn and so did nick nick and i would come out of the office to like literally rally the troops together for team meetings and come out and do the matthew mcconaughey wolf of wall street so i just like burst out laughing every time this guy would do it, and I turned to you, and you're like, "Why are you laughing?" Yeah, like, why are you so funny. Like, I told you. So yeah. that was one funny thing, and then the other thing that like made me laugh slash pissed me off was, and I shouldn't care. Like all my families is musicians, and I'm sure it'd be awesome to jam with this person. But like the chick sitting behind John, yeah. was one like I'm so quirky, right? Yeah. Like I have bangs that are like yeah. pixie cut, but I have curly long hair, <laughs> and like my glasses are cat framed and bedazzled, yeah. and like I'm wearing a gold lame tank top. But the one thing was every time um, Jenny Clarence, <laughs> exactly, or Gladys, and I have like ten silent Gladys, but it's like ten silent peas in it. <laughs> um, but Every time Jenny Lewis would be like, hey, everyone, sing this song together, this chick would start singing yeah. as if she was, like, fucking auditioning. for the voice. For the voice, right? Like, literally, like, so people could be like, oh, my God, girl, your voice is so amazing. So uh, that just annoyed me. But the one thing I did, like, as per our statement earlier about Massey Hall, Jenny Lewis actually came in with the Watson twins, yeah. unplugged, and was singing the beginning to... Um, Devil, Devil, uh, Devil Run, I think. Yeah. And so went on stage, did that a bunch of times, like did the, un- like just no microphones, unplugged singing. So I thought that that was really cool. And they made use of the whole stage. They're like, I always love artists who like one can play more than one instrument. So like seeing her on like guitar and piano and yeah. like all that jazz was like awesome. It reminded me of like Honey Honey. Right. Kind yeah, of thing. Too. So I don't know. For me, nine out of 10 concert experience. Yeah, 8.6, which rounds up. So I would definitely see her again. I'm going to put mm-hmm. a bunch of her music on your uh, Apple Music on your iPhone before you go thank, on your trip so you can listen on the flight. But it was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. And our concert month continues. What's up next? Fantagram. Yeah. We're switching gears again, going back to like electronica. Yeah. Right? But I don't think that's till October, sadly. So yeah. Or October. We, unless we have something in between. So let's just, we got to go now, but let's just tell them what happened oh when we walked God. to shoppers on the way home at like 1130 at night. Okay, and we'll end so it. we needed to buy some birthday cards um, for my mom and my brother because today we celebrated their birthday back in Mississauga. Yep. And so we're walking home on Young Street, which is the biggest street in Canada. The longest street. The yeah. longest street in Canada. There's different sections of it that are like a little sketchy, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, but ours is pretty chill for the most part, except for at night, everything becomes a little weird. Yeah. Including us going into the shoppers drug mart to buy some cards. And so we go in and it's like kind of like the underbelly of the world is yeah. out at this point. And I did see the dude outside when we were walking in. Yeah, I saw him too. And so we go into the card section. We're, like, looking for cards. There's, like, two other people there. And out of nowhere, all we see is, like, a pharmacist guy chase this other dude down out of the shoppers. And the the guy literally just shoplifted a bunch of pills, you said. And so, like, and took off. And the pharmacist was so pissed because, like, there was no cop or anything there, security guard. Nothing, no. So I thought, I'm like, oh, shit, I wonder what he took. Because I'm like, aren't all the good drugs... 
behind the counter. Oh yeah, I'm like, of course they have, but I'm sure he like ran behind there or just and the hijacks or stole it from someone else who was getting some prescription pills or yeah. something crazy. So like, my hat goes out to anyone who works after eleven p- or like after nine p.m. anywhere In a downtown like yeah. supermarket or, or pharmacy or something. Exactly, it, can be sketchy it was a little sketchy. So we're like, um, let's go home, please. Let's get out of here. So we gotta end this now because we gotta head to baseball. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say goodbye to you as well. Bye. But I'll be back. I got a couple. Uh, Make fun- sure you do the right band of the week. I will. It's gonna be nice as fuck or Jenny Lewis, Thank you. aka same person. So we'll be back with you in two seconds. And my prediction is we won our playoff game. Let's see. And just like that, we are back with part two of the live at six oh five podcast. I am right now solo dolo as it is Monday night, about 24 hours since we recorded the first half of the podcast, and Val is now in Montreal for some work stuff, and I am at home, and I literally, literally, people always say that word too much, but I actually just had the worst luck when it comes to trying to record this podcast by myself, so... If you guys remember, uh, last week we were down to one mic because the other mic just wasn't working for whatever reason. So I go and plug in the mic we were using last night, and the power just does not turn on. It's not working. I tried unplugging, restarting, doing all these tricks and trades. Nothing worked. I'm like, all right, that's fine. We have two mics. So I set up the second mic just now, and the power goes on. But for whatever reason, I can't record any audio. And since... I'm only going to talk for maybe 5-10 minutes before I get into my cool secret. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record on my trusty iPhone 6. That's what you guys got to deal with. And since I'm going to be home alone for the next couple days, I'll make sure I try and fix both mics for next week's podcast. But that's fine because you guys have already been treated to a fantastic podcast. The first half rivals the best half hour we've ever done by far, I think. So, a couple things. Last night we had to leave because I had to go to my softball game. It was the first round of the playoffs. And guess what? Your boys in the swingers won last night. Well, we technically lost, but we also technically won. So the team we were supposed to play, only four people showed up. So they defaulted and we won because we had all of our people there. Awesome. Uh, but of course, if you sign up for baseball, you want to play baseball, right? So the good thing was there's a few people from the previous game who we ended up just playing like an exhibition game against them. Couple things, we got crushed. Now the team that we were playing against for fun, and I do fun in air quotes, they're the team we played a couple weeks ago and they're the second best team in the league. They're like 10 and one, I think. And they're made up of people who, they clearly have played a lot of baseball. Like a lot of the teams we've played against were very like, uh, not beginners, but maybe novice, but there's a couple teams in the league who are intermediate and they shouldn't probably shouldn't be in this league so a couple things of course your girl val fantastic job as the manager the john gibbons of her team her and i both got into it with a couple people on this other team so i'm just going to start with what happened on my side basically what happened was so we were already at this point losing like 12 to 4 and this team hold on i gotta take a break because i'm in the living room the TV's on, and I see a promo for The Amazing Race Canada, and you know what? We actually haven't watched last week's episode, so I don't want any spoilers. So let me just turn off this TV. So we're already getting beat by this team, whatever, and I remember the last time we played them, they were very fast and loose on the calls, giving all the calls to their team and nothing for us. So um, the inning, you know what? Actually, it wasn't 10-1. It was actually quite close. I think it was actually, let's say, 
10 to 6. We were still in it. So this guy hits the ball into the outfield. I'm playing second base. He rounds first. Uh, our outfielder throws it into me. I'm at second base. I get the ball in time, and I see the guy coming into second. So I put my arm probably a foot over the base and tag the guy out, and then he comes in and touches the base. And I'm like, okay, awesome. The guy was clearly out by a mile. It's not even close. And the guy's just standing there. He's like, no, I was safe. I was safe. You didn't touch me at all. I was safe by a mile. I'm like, are you kidding me? And here's the one problem with this league. I've had so much fun, but you umpire yourself. So there's no official umpires. It's whoever's pitching is supposed to be the umpire. And whoever's pitching means their team's up to back. So you pitch to yourself. So this guy's freaking out saying that he's safe. And I'm like, are you shitting me? You were out by a mile. I put my arm right over the bag and I tagged you. Not only I felt my glove touch your body, and then I heard the sound of you touching the base, right? And this guy was adamant that he's like, no, I was safe. but And like the shortstop on my team was standing next to me. He's like, no, nah, man, you're out. And I'm like, yeah, you were definitely out. And the guy's freaking out saying, no, I'm not. You guys are wrong. And the pitcher's like, oh, no, he was definitely safe. And it's at what point do I'm like, okay, this is just rec league softball. But I'm getting frustrated because so many teams have done this to us where they've screwed us over on calls. And even though this game didn't matter because we technically already won by default, it's the principle of things. And so I told the guy, I'm like, no, you're out. And this guy was getting in my face, as was the pitcher. He's like, no, you're wrong. This guy's safe. Uh, I don't care what you say. So I told the guy, I'm like, well, look, if we're going to do this, then guess what? All close plays are going to be safe or they're all going to be out because I don't want you guys... We're going to be up to bat, and then we're going to be safe, but you're going to call us out. So let's just make it fair, and all close plays are safe, right? So that means your boy on second base be safe, and whoever comes up for us the next inning, make us safe. Just make it fair. Don't do any of this bullshit saying, no, you're wrong, I was right. Just fine, you want to be right? No, I know you're wrong. Then the next play, we get. And then the pitcher is yelling at me. He's like, no, you can't do that. Ty goes the runner. Ty goes the runner. I'm like, look, just make all the safe close plays safe. And so I, I, these guys are kind of losing it. I'm trying to keep my cool. I'm like, fine, you know what? It's not worth it to me. If you want to be a dickhead about it, fine, you're safe. Now, what happened the rest of the inning was that would have been out number two. And then I think the next play was a pop-up. What should have been out number three. It wasn't. They went on to score like six or seven runs that inning. That should have never counted. So it comes to find I'm talking to Val uh, uh, in between innings. And she said the third base coach on their, call, on their team was also kind of treating her poorly because Naval's like oh he was definitely out because she had a great view of course of me tagging the guy and the guy basically treated her he just assumed she didn't know the rules of baseball because she probably was a girl and obviously she knows baseball I'd say I don't give you a guy or girl if you know baseball you know baseball but he treated her saying like no it was a forced play he was supposed to touch the base and the guy would have been out and Val actually corrected him she's like no, that's not true. There's no force play. The guy ran the second, and and uh, he was supposed to be tagged. If he got tagged, he's out. And the guy's like, well, yeah, if you got tagged, he's out. And I was like, that's what I just said, and that's what he did. And he's like, no, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. So this just kind of shows you the true colors of this dickhead team. It's like, are they in second place for a reason because they do dickhead moves? And are we below 500 because we have integrity and we play the right way? And I know, again, it's not the major leagues. It's not life or death. But it just pisses you off when it's like these calls are like, oh, you're just so, so wrong. And we're right. Whatever. We let it slide. So later on, um, one of the rules in the game is you can't have more than two guys bat in a row. So it has to go guy, guy, girl, guy, guy, girl. And even in between innings, if the last two batters in the previous inning are guys, 
you have to start the next inning with the girl. Now, again, I said, because Val is our manager and really good at it, she was actually keeping track of the other team. So to start the next inning, uh, this guy comes up to bat, and he crushes it. Big-time home run. We get in, whatever, okay, fair enough, home run. But then Val says to the third-base coach, like, uh, no, that shouldn't have happened. It should have been a girl up to bat because the last two players were guys. And the coach, the third base coach is like, oh, yeah, but one of our girls had, the girl who was supposed to be up had to leave, so we had to put a guy in. She's like, well, you got four girls on your team, so just rotate them through like that. And the guy's like, no, 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 uh, it still counts, it still counts. Sorry, one of the girls left. And I was like, well, that's not the rules. The rules is that guy should be out for even going up to bat. If anything, the run doesn't count. Bring a girl up and the guy can go up next. And the guy, again, was like, no, that's not, that's not the rules. The home run counts. Uh, fuck off, basically. Another big dickhead move by this dickheaded team. And it kind of went on like that. I mean, whatever. We lost the game. But we won by default, so fuck you. It doesn't matter. And next week is my 12th and final week of softball. If we win the first game, I think it's, we're in the semifinals. So if we win that game, we go to the finals. And then if we win that, we win. If we don't, we don't, whatever. I had a great time playing. Had great teammates. Had a lot of fun except for the dickhead teams who take it way too serious. And you've heard stories over the last 12 weeks about teams and players who've taken it way too serious. And I've talked to Val, and she's like, oh, you know, you guys, she was saying, maybe you guys have to be dicks too and just, like, fight back. And be like, no, no, we're, we're right, you're wrong. And it's like, yeah, and as you said, like, as you experienced it, we both said our piece to these guys. I said, all I'm going to say, I'm not going to get into a fight over some rec league softball. If those guys sleep better at night, cheating the system fine I'm happier knowing that alright our call is right but whatever that's fine so I think I can already tell the dynamics clearly different when it's just me by myself doing a solo dolo podcast but you guys are in for a treat and you can probably tell I'm doing radio voice right now so what I was thinking when I knew that we probably wouldn't have had time to do a full podcast I didn't want to teach you guys and just do like a half hour because usually we do an hour to an hour and a half. So what I was thinking is we should do a brand new segment and it's called 605 Classics. And what the 605 Classic is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a clip of a classic segment from one of our earlier podcasts that you may not have heard because we've done, I think this is episode 139 and we've really picked up steam the last year, year and a half. So I think a lot of people have just listened from the newest episodes onward. They haven't necessarily gone back to season one or two or three, which I would still recommend you do. It's interesting to hear it because if you listen to the first two seasons, we had headphone mics. They're not, not as good as the mics we have now. You know, even this iPhone I'm recording to now is probably better than the mics we had back then. And even me, I was a little unsure of myself. My voice was a little different. I'm not as natural as I guess I am right now. But the clip I'm going to play is from season one, episode 12. It was a season one finale, and it's still the most proud. It's the episode I'm the most proud of because what I did was I kind of, the episode was inspired by the uh, rock opera War of the Worlds. And I highly suggest you go Google War of the Worlds rock opera and listen to it and read about it because you guys are probably familiar with the Tom Cruise movie that came out, what, like 10, 11 years ago? But it originated from Orson Welles, who did a radio show back in, I don't know how long ago, let's just say the 40s, I'm sure it wasn't, maybe it was the 50s, but he put on a radio show and did a fake 
alien invasion. And back then it was so good that people actually thought the world was being invaded by aliens. And from there, there was a, a musical made about it that I have fond memories as a kid driving with my dad to karate tournaments, listening to the War of the Worlds musical. And it's, when I did this podcast initially, I always wanted to do straight up podcasts where it's either Val and I or friends and just talking, shooting the shit, telling stories. But I always wanted to do every once in a while a podcast that was just different that you never knew when it was going to happen. And so this episode 12 from season one was that it was basically the first 45 minutes was just me by myself telling stories. And then all of a sudden I staged a fake alien invasion and I used some songs from the War of the Worlds and I had fun with it and I was just a lot of editing and some good writing I think and it was just a lot of fun so I don't th- even though that episode just had a lot of downloads I don't think a lot of new listeners have listened to it so what I want to do right now is I want to play the full alien invasion segment of that episode right now it's about a half hour long I think it's really entertaining it's entertaining just to listen to me back in season one talk because I'm not as, uh, not as not I was going to say not as excited. Clearly I was excited, but I just started doing it and now I've been doing it for over three years. I think it's a lot better quality and I'm a lot better at talking and pronunciation and everything. But it's still, I think, one of my um, best episodes I've done just production wise. And I think you guys should listen to it. And write in, let me know if you actually like it, if you thought it was good, funny, stupid, whatever. I've listened to that episode a bunch of times just because I think it's pretty cool. So why don't we do that? Let's listen to it. Then we'll come back. I'll give you the band of the week. And we'll end this bad boy and get ready for next week's episode. So this is from Season 1, Episode 12. The episode's called This Is The End. And this is our War of the Worlds segment. So let's get into this. Live at 605 Classic. Real recognize real, baby. That's why this is at 605 Classic. <laughs> Although, you know who else is from South Africa is St. Lucia, which sounds really strange, but the band St. Lucia, who is my band of the week. Co- oh, fuck. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, holy shit. Uh, um... The fuck? Um, um, hold on, hold on. Holy fuck, okay, we're back. Uh, I, what's going on right now, I can't really explain. I told you guys how, how I saw there was a, a light flashing through the, the curtains here um, a few minutes ago. <laughs> I opened the curtains because I didn't know what the fuck it was and I just saw it again and there was a huge fucking flash of light and now there are flying saucers outside the window and they are holy fuck uh, I don't know there, there's some kind of craft spacecraft I can't I, I don't know it's not a spacecraft I don't know what it is but there is something hovering here in Toronto and there's not just one there's not just two the whole fucking sky is filled with them and there's there's just some kind of light coming from them so um I, I don't know what's going on 
this could oh shit, I almost fell off my chair. Um uh sorry, I I've I've lost my words. I don't know what's going on. Holy shit. There is one of these crafts, it looks like a spaceship, it looks like something from fucking Mars. I don't know what's going on. It just sent out this light and things are coming down. Um, I, I'm going to stop this. Hold on. Hold on. Hi. John here again. I don't know how to express what I've been seeing, but of course, you've all looked outside and you've all, by this time, if you listen to the podcast, have been watching the news that there has been an alien invasion you don't need me if you, I don't know, it may be you're hearing this 20 years from now and this is going to be described as the time after the aliens just came and I can't believe I just mentioned the word aliens because this sounds like it should be in a movie but it's not and it's happening okay um, so I this is about 12 hours later since I initially started recording the podcast and after I saw those lights and what looked to be like aircrafts or, or whatever turns out is spacecrafts and if you've been watching the news you now know the question that there is extraterrestrial life out there and we don't know what's going on um that's all i know right now and i'm gonna keep you all up to date so that's that's all i got right now is they're saying to stay inside. Don't go outside. There's all these spaceships up in the air. So we'll just just stay. Okay. I'll check back when I know more. John again, Live at 605 podcast. I don't even know why I'm promoting this anymore, but this is day two since they've been in the sky, and that's all I know how to describe them is saying they up there. I don't know what's going on. There's still no word of what's going on, but from uh, watching the news, not just here in Toronto, it's all over the world apparently. There has been spacecrafts. <laughs> I still can't believe I'm saying that. Spacecrafts in the air. They're saying reports here in Toronto, out in Washington, There's uh, they're everywhere. They're out in Alberta. They're out in Ireland, there, China, Japan, Australia, it's it's everywhere. Um, nothing has happened here. They're warning us to stay inside. They're telling us, I, I can't even articulate what to say, but I'm trying to find out more information. And this is only day two, and I haven't left the apartment yet, so I'm just going to pause for now. Hey guys, John here. Day five checking in. It's been a it's been a pretty low day for me. I finally went outside after f- four or five straight days of just barricading inside my myself. I can't even speak. Just barricading myself inside here because they're saying not to go outside. And I went out there. <laughs> it's hard for me to say. I went out there. And I went to muffins, and they were out of chocolate chip muffins. It's, it's, it's nationwide. They're all done. 
John, live at 6.05, day 9. I don't know if you can hear that outside, the sirens, but they're calling for evacuation of, of everyone. We're supposed to go underground, they got some military thing. I don't want to leave, this, this is Club 6.05. I, that's all I got so far, there's supposed to be evacuation. I hope everyone who's hearing this is safe. Let me know somehow. There's still, you know, there's not much going on out there, but Twitter's still alive, Facebook's still there. We can still contact each other. And hopefully this thread of whatever's going on, there's still been no contact with the saucers up there. We don't even know what to call them. So if you can hear this, try and get safe. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm still in Club 605, and that's all I got. Day 15, and I've probably hit my low point so far, if you could say that. I, I don't even know if it matters anymore. There's been a lot of looting, I was saying. The, the streets are just complete chaos. I'm not proud of what I did. I, I went out there. I went to the Loblaws Maple Leaf Gardens, and I took all the President's Choice fruit bars. They're all that I know that keep me whole right now. They're my favorite anything favorite food I just they always made me happy when I had a sad day and I took about 15 boxes of them and I just ran and that's where I'm at right now day 16 electricity is out we're not supposed to be here we're supposed to go to the bunkers and all the popsicles all the president's choice fruit bars have melted because there's no electricity and I'm debating if I should even be here right now or if I should go to the government military bunker that they keep saying all I know is I've been outside and there's a weird energy in the air it almost feels like a musky really thick air right now and I don't know if that has to do with with they and what they're doing up there but no one's come out of the spaceships they've just been hovering around there's been all these weird lights and colors and I don't know if they're they got some kind of poison to shoot down on us, but I, I'm, I'm starting to lose it. I, I keep hearing music, and I don't know if that's just in my head, or if that's coming from the spaceships, or if that's just what's going on, but the sirens are still going, and now there's music playing, and I don't know what to do. I've gone a little stir-crazy as the only people I've talked to is my microphone as I record this, and... It doesn't even matter if anyone's listening, this seems to be the only thing that's keeping me sane, but I need to know if this music's real or not, so that's where I'm that's where I'm at right now. John again, checking in. Unbelievably we're at day twenty of this, and I don't know how much longer it's gonna go. But we've officially been ordered out of the apartment and into the military bunkers. There's only emergency power, all the power throughout the streets are gone. We've gone underground to this bunker, the best way I can describe it is, I don't even know, some industrial cage-looking type thing. It's just, I think this is going to be my new home for the next little while. All I got with me is my laptop, my mic, and my iPod. And I went from having this great Club 605 to now being in a bunker underground, and I have a roommate now. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess at least I'm not alone, but I'm being bunked up with this guy. His name's Leonard. Um, let me see if I can get him, if he wants to even talk. Let me see. One sec. Hey, Leonard, you want to just come over here for a second? So, like I'm saying, we're underground. We're, we're doing 
groups of two for all these bunkers. I'm here with a guy named Leonard. We just met this morning. Do you want to say hi to any? I don't even know who we're saying hi. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say hi. How's it going? <sighs> this is Leonard. I just want to say uh, this is beautiful, man. I, I, oh. Leonard, you, 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 I. Would have been nice to be paired up with a guy my own age. Day 29, I'm still here in the bunker, still here with Leonard, and I gotta tell you, the, the worst part about all this is, due to all the looting, I went, when I got the fruit bars I'm not proud of, I was also looking for razors, and they're all gone, and it's been, what, almost 30 days of this, everyone down here has really big bushy beards because of the inability to shave, and all I have right now is just this patchy neared. And I, times like this, I just wish I had a full Survivor Man beard. Okay, it's me, John, and it's been a pretty big day here, day 34, and the aliens, which is what they actually are, have finally descended from their spacecrafts and have made contact with us here on planet Earth. And they had a, a representative, what I can only assume is the leader of them there's thousands if not millions of them around worldwide and they finally made contact down here in Kalamazoo and there was a big 30-minute speech by like I said I think what's the leader but he doesn't speak English he speaks some sort of alien talk and we're looking for a translator to be able to find out what he said I'm still hearing music in my head. I don't know what's going on. But hopefully we can translate what he said because I gotta get out of this bunker. I, I haven't seen, you know, sunshine in, in a couple weeks now, so that's it. I suddenly noticed the body of a parson lying on the ground in a ruined churchyard. I felt unable to leave him to the mercy of the red weed and decided to bury him decently. Please shut up! Damn it, these people next door, they have no respect for the bunkers. The parson's eyes flickered open. He was alive. He's not here. I saw the church burst into flame. Are you all right? Don't touch me. But it's me, Beth. Your wife. No, you're one of them. A devil. He's delirious. Lies. I saw the devil's sign. What are you saying? The green flash in the sky. His demons were here all along. In our hearts and souls. Just waiting for a sign from him. And now they're destroying our world. But they're not devils. They're Martians. We must leave here. Look, the house still standing. Come, Nathaniel, quickly. We took shelter in a cottage, and black smoke spread, hemming us in. Then a fighting machine came across the field, spraying jets of steam that turned the smoke into thick black dust. They've just, for the last few days, been yelling and shouting and singing, and I don't even know where this music coming from. It's someone named Nathaniel, someone Beth, and some, some fucking guy narrating it. Us. The voice of the devil! It's heard in our land! Listen, do you hear 
them drawing near in their search for the sinners. Apparently nobody respects the 11 p.m. music cutoff curfew. The power of our fear and the evil within us. Incarnation of Satan's creation of all that we dread. Alright, I'll give Homeboy credit. He knows how to keep a good melody. When the demons arrive, those alive would be better off dead. Are we going with demons or aliens? I just want to know. There must be something worth living for. Yeah, it's called sleep. No shit up. There must be something worth trying for. Yeah, I just said I'm trying to sleep. Goddamn, are you listening to me? Even something's worth dying for. I die for a good night instead of sleep. And if one man can stand Nobody respects the 11 p.m. music cutoff curfew. Once there was a time when I believed without hesitation that the power of love and truth could conquer all in the name of salvation. Tell me what kind of weapon is love when it comes to the fight? And just how much protection is true? The guy's laying his heart on his sleeve, and you got nothing new to say to him. Damn, I love the way you switch up the music there. But seriously, where's this music coming from? You guys got a record player in there or, or an iPod stereo or something? People loved you and trusted you. Okay, can you stop keeping secrets? Came to you for help. Didn't I warn them this would happen? Be on your guard, I said. Whoa, let's leave religion out of this. For the evil one never rests. I said, exercise the devil! But no, they wouldn't listen. Yeah, I gotta agree with Beth. That's a little melodramatic. The inside them grew and grew until Satan gave his signal and destroyed the world we knew. No, Nathaniel. Oh, no, Nathaniel. I'm starting to think Beth doesn't bring anything to the table. She just repeats herself a lot. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. There has to be. We can restore to life the love we used to know. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. There has to be a way that we can restore to life the light that we have lost. Um, are you guys trying to insinuate a three-way? Because I'm not 100% sure I'm cool with that. But I'd be damned, you got some goddamn good mood music going right now. I'm about to lose my mind and come over there. There's a very lustful feel in the air tonight. It's, it's kind of nice, better than that stank I'm used to. Um, am I the only one who's heard about Leonard? I haven't heard him move or make a sound in the last couple minutes, so I don't want to alert anyone, but there might be a situation to deal with over here, so let's 
keep that in mind, okay? Now darkness has descended on our land, and all your prayers cannot save us. God, this guy's all about religion, like give me a break. Like fools, we've let the devil take command of the souls that God gave us. To the altar of evil like lambs, to the slaughter will land. Good for you, Nathaniel. Finally setting up here, son. When the demons arrive, the survivors will empty the dead. Okay, now you sound like a whiny bitch. There must be something worth living for. No, there is nothing. There must be something worth trying for. I don't believe it's so. Even something's worth dying for. If just one man could stand tall. Is it just me or does this kind of sound like the theme song to Perfect Strangers right now? Man, Balky was crazy. God, what I would do to watch a rerun of some of those episodes. Okay, good. We're finally done with the music. Thank God, because I was getting tired of Oh, okay, now you're just changing it up. It's getting late, you guys. We'd like some sleep. Dude, all I've been doing is listening to you. Typical Nathaniel, always trying to be the superhero. Oh, Beth's trying to play hard to get. Oh no, Nathaniel. It's working. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. There was, it was called President's Choice Fruit Bars. There has to be a way that we can restore to life the love we used to know. No, no. Damn, girl, you get deep on me. You were holding out. You got a beautiful soul. <sighs> hey John, I'm a little tired and hungry. Is there any way you can get me some oat bran and some lemon squeezed juice, please? Shut up, Leonard. I'm trying to deal with the guys next door. You okay, Nathaniel? I haven't heard you in a minute. Whoa, what was that? Holy shit, did you see that? Oh my god, we gotta get out of here. They're shooting down the walls. Oh my god, let's go. Come on, guys. Nathaniel, Beth. Leonard, I'm not leaving without you guys. I, I, I love you. Dear God, a cylinder's landed on the house. We're underneath it, in the pit. Yeah, why do you think I was telling us to get the hell out of here? You never listen, Nathaniel. Maybe if we did less singing and more running, we would have gotten the hell out of here by now. The Martians spent the night making a new machine. You again? Who are you? It was a squat, metallic spider with huge, articulated claws. But it, too, had a hood in which a marshal sat. I watched it pursuing some people across a field. 
It caught them nimbly and tossed them into a great metal basket upon its back. Beth, she's dead! So, no three-way? Buried under the rubble! Why? Because you wouldn't shut the fuck up and stop singing. Satan, why did you take one of your own? Leave Satan out of this. This blood's on you, dude. Okay, sing all you want, but I'm getting the hell out of here. You with me, Leonard? I'm not leaving, I'm too tired. You go, sonny boy. It was nice knowing you tell my friends I do give a damn. There is a curse on mankind. We may as well be resigned to let the devil, the devil take the spirit of man. Why well, pity the fool doesn't get the hell out of here, so unless you're with me or against me, Nathaniel, you can stay with Orson Welles over here. I'm out of here. It's been nice knowing you. Sorry about that. Be easy. wrestled endlessly with his doubts. His outcries invited death for us both. And yet, I pitied him. Is there anyone out there? I, holy shit. So, this is John. I don't know what day it is, I, but I've, I've made my break for it. I've gotten out of the bunker. I couldn't stay anymore. I had to make my escape. I'm now out on the streets, hiding in cover because we're not allowed to be outside. We're all supposed to stay in the bunkers for safety. But there's big military Humvees going everywhere. There's helicopters in the sky. There's still a crafts in the sky, and, and I don't know what's going on. But I had to go. I had to, I, I wanted to take Leonard with me, but I just couldn't do it. He's too old, and he just does not... Oh, my God, look at that military truck. Sorry, I had to duck behind a shrub because we're not supposed to be out here. And there's just crazy looting, criminals, all kinds of stuff. The, the, the world's just gone to shit. It's the easiest way to say it. Tell anyone who's still out there that's listening. But like I said, Leonard, I want him to come, but he just it wouldn't be fair to me to do that. Like, holy shit. Guys, I got stuck down for a second. Hold on a second. It's crazy up here. Um, so what I'm trying to do under the cover safety, I'm trying to get back to Club 605. I couldn't stay underground. I couldn't stay in that bunker. I had to get out, and I'm going home. I don't even know if there is a home, but I belong back at Club 605. And if that's the way the, the story plays out, then that's the way it's going to end. So I'm walking somewhere. I, it's been swung to been outside. I've kind of lost my sense of direction. So I don't know. I'm just going to... This is me checking in. I guess I'll check out for now, and if I make it, I'll... I'll check back and give everyone a process of what's going on. 
if anyone's even listening anymore, I don't know. I think I've gone a little crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna go. It's getting it's getting pretty serious. I, I gotta focus on just staying alive, so I'll I'll keep you posted. This is John. Okay, so miraculously I have made it back into Club 605. I somehow got through the streets of it's just total chaos out there. What is left there's just cars turned over, military trucks going by, helicopters, spaceships. It seems like a scene out of, you know, War of the Worlds out there, the Tom Cruise edition, and I had to do some things I'm not proud to get back in here. Like, this whole building was blocked off, but I fought my way through through the barracks, and I'm back here in Club 605, and the way I see it is, whichever way this world's going, I'm ending it the way I started it, which is here at Club 605. Live at 605, and I'm knocking stuff over. It's total chaos. There's been looters through here. Surprisingly enough, I still have a computer here with a little bit of juice, and I'm just going to give my final messages, as I'm sure this will probably be the last time I'm able to sign off and just talk about what I can say. And basically, what I wanted. Whoa. Oh boy. Okay, hold on. Um, someone just came in. I'm going to. I got I to gotta go into the desk. Hold on a second, guys. Just bear with me. There's definitely one of the space creatures in here. I can, I can see him. And I'm trying to quiet, but I think, I think he can smell me or sense me or something. I don't know if he has X-ray vision, but all the lights are off. If he comes in here, I'm screwed. So I'm just gonna be quiet for a second. Oh fuck, he's coming in here. Go, get out of here. I don't know. Get your hands off me. Get those, those tentacles off me. Wait, no, stop. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it's a miracle. This is amazing, guys. I, I I can't believe it. He's actually dancing. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt me anymore. He's he's he looks like he's smiling with his with his tentacles and that. Oh my god. This no, this couldn't be. Is it the music? He was gonna he was gonna kill me. Oh. Yeah, there's more where this came from. Keep dancing. My god, I think I figured out how to, how to save the world. Van Halen. Van goddamn Halen. This is amazing. I gotta I gotta keep going. Just keep dancing, buddy. Oh fuck, wait. Oh my god, how much Oh no, I'm out of battery. Almost out of battery. Uh, just keep dancing, yeah, me too, I'm dancing with ya. How about we dance down the hallway? No. No, I, I swear I can fix that. There's more music. I can get it for you, I swear. Just, just... Those tentacles away, like I said. We were, we were friends a second ago. No. No.
real recognized real baby that's why this at 605 <laughs> i think it still holds up three years later it's just funny to hear me talking then now and even just start this podcast how different it was but i think that's pretty cool don't you guys let me know right in uh tweet me or facebook us and let us know what you think so I think this is a good place to end it. Obviously, it's way better when Val's here with me. It's not as good when I'm by myself. So why don't we end this bad boy? But I promised Val that I would end it with a proper band of the week. So let me go check this out. It, of course, has to be Jenny Lewis. Has to be, right? So she had this new song she played called Red Bull and Hennessy. And I wish that it was actually out and there was a CD quality, but there's not. So I'm going to go with my second favorite song from the uh, concert. Hold on, let me find it. Okay, so the song is called Head Underwater, and it's from her album The Voyager, which came out, I believe, in 2011 or 2012. But when I was doing research on Jenny Lewis, I knew her just from her album Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins, um, the fur rabbit, fur coat rabbit, or rabbit fur coat, sorry. And I knew her from that, but I didn't realize she was the lead singer of that band, Rilo Kylie, I think they were called, which I never listened to their songs, but I knew their names. I think one of the guys from Boy Meets World was actually in the band, which is very, very weird. But this song is really, really cool. It's an upbeat song that sounds kind of like Fleetwood Mac or a little bit of Heim or even a little Tegan and Sarah. And it's a lot of fun. So I think it's upbeat and you guys will enjoy it. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Jenny Lewis with her song Head Underwater from the album Voyager, The Voyager. Let's get into it. So all the ways get in contact with your boy, facebook.com slash live at 605 to see pictures, videos, and everything in between. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp and follow your girl Val at ValGomez23 on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Then as always, go to iTunes, Rate, subscribe, and leave us a comment because every comment you leave gets us closer to the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John, somewhere from Montreal's Val. Be easy. I'm going to make French toast. Bye. I'm not the same woman that you were used to.
John Mallon and Val Gomez. 